All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. What the industry does is they tell you half-truths often. There are two sides to every story. This is WBI's. All right, and we're back. It's Bull Bear Radio, episode number 92, man. It is spooky. Oh, man, markets are... Whoa, what was that? Markets are melting down. So this episode, number 92, is presented by Psy. If you haven't checked out Psy, Psy is a revolutionary piece of wealth technology. So you want to know what your required rate of return is. You want to know what your tolerance for loss is, where you've lost too much money and you don't want to lose anymore. Psy will help you determine that. You even marry uh, a portfolio uh, to your needs. Uh, so if you haven't checked it out, check out investwithsci.com and, uh, you know, it's free to take a test drive. So, uh, anyway, I got my partner in crime here, Don Schreiber today. We're going to be talking a little bit about earnings season. We got about half the companies reporting in the S and P 500, not quite, but close. So we're going to give you a temperature on what earnings season looks like, how that might affect the markets, right? We got no stimulus, Markets are 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 spooked, right? Wicked Wednesday. Oh man, I mean, markets t- really taking some heat. So today. it's it's Wednesday. Yikes. I always like to give you guys. It's Wednesday, October twenty eighth. We're just before Halloween here. Always like to give you day and time, you know, um, because it it really gives us a sense of you know uh, what's going on where we're cutting the episode, right? So uh, you, you kind of take a look at what was happening when we cut the episode, right? Because we don't do this every day. I think this is episode 93. No, this is 92, man. 93. No, it's 92. Oh, all right. You can't count. That's, That's not okay. good. That's not good. I can't count. You can't count. Numbers are my life, okay. man. All right. Whatever. It, we, we just did number 91, a building consensus. Building consensus, right? More people, this over the past weekend, right? You and I exchange, you know... Uh, stories all the time right in terms of what's going on in the press and all that kind of stuff jeremy grantham uh robert schiller a couple other really notable people saying that valuations are high and the market could drop like a rock well here we are today wednesday october 28th markets dropping like a rock down about three percent during the day today don what's making the market uh, get get so rocked. It's like it's it's woo, spooky out there, man. Well, you know we've got uh, uh, the prospects of a couple more trading days until we get some indication of what the election uh, outcome might might be. Huh? I don't know that we're actually going to get any kind of uh, clarity on that for a while. Well, the funny thing is, you know, through yesterday, ninety million people have already voted. 90 million. 90 million, if you can believe that. That's crazy. But one thing I've noticed... We need 50% more to go out there and get that vote in. One one thing I've noticed, right, is that the polls... Biden had like a uh, anywhere from a 7 to 14% lead like two weeks ago, right? Depending on the national poll or even the state poll. He had like this massive... They were talking about a blue wave lead. The market seemed to kind of like that because it thought it maybe was getting a, a sense of where we were going from a policy perspective and such. But as this race has narrowed, 
Have you been watching the polls the past couple of days? Everything's gone from like double digits to like we're talking anywhere from like two to five or six percent in terms of uh you know different states or or the national polls. It's and crazy. It's time, tightening. It's probably tightening. too close to call. It's probably too but close I to can call. Give you another indication on why the markets are having a little bit of trouble here. Why? You know, well, first of all, it's October. Okay. You know, and things get spooky. In October. in October, right? Well, it hadn't been spooky for a while there, it seems. But then, I mean, we did kind of hit October 1, well, we and got, that's a we, high point. We got like eight days that, you know, we've had uh, small declines in the market. But, you know, here's some, some spooky numbers. You know, people really haven't been paying attention to what kind of damage spooky, the COVID spooky. crisis has, uh, you know, essentially torpedoed the economy. And many of us se- our sectors... You know, the top 10 earning decline sectors get a grip on this. According to facts that airlines grip it earnings are down 313 percent. Grip it. That means. I mean, how do you down 313 percent? That's really that's really really bad. bad, That's really bad. And then we've got hotels and leisure. Down 133%. Wow. That, Followed by oil and gas that, down that, but 125 But hey, that, you know, that's pretty funny. That goes to show you that people are traveling a little bit and they're staying in hotels because they're just not flying, but they're driving. Down 133%, dude. That, I, that's, hey, that's, that's, it's that's, better than know, 300, like, right? Way down. It's better than 300. Uh, oil and gas crushed. One oh down, man, you're talking about oil and gas, right? Holy smokes! Here's here's what's reporting so far. We got ten companies reporting here, and its sales decline of thirty two percent, and an earnings decline of sixty eight percent. Yikes! Holy smokes! Yikes. Hey man. Uh, can you, can, can you get a grip on that? Service equipment, sick down 66%. Industrial, man, down 50%. Holy moly. Real estate, down 47%. Personal products. Now, I don't get this. You know, people are at home. Oh, you know. Maybe, maybe they don't, uh, you know, uh, uh, shower as much or something, you know, oh, down 46%. Hey, but, but. Aerospace and defense down 41%. And wireless telecommunications. And services down thirty four. Well, that you know the funny thing is, um, you've got healthcare companies, right? I've heard all this, uh, you know, talk about hospitals because they're not doing all the elective surgery, aren't making money. But uh, you got uh, twenty three of sixty three healthcare companies, twelve percent increase in revenue, and earnings a solid nine percent positive. Now that's only with a fraction reporting. Staples are the big winner here in COVID, man. Uh, up 5% uh, on revenue and earnings growth uh, this quarter with about a third of the sector reporting. That's pretty pretty smoking, you know? But like you said, industrials, materials, energy, ugh, ugh. A big, 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 big swaths of the U.S. economy. Uh, corporations in trouble, trouble, trouble. Main Street in America struggling, you know, horrifically. Uh, you know, the, the government, you know, we got this... Uh, you know, a political headwind going on. Yeah, with an, the Senate an put election. that. And you know, 500, Congress, Congress didn't want to help out. You know, Main Street uh, America, dude. U.S. They Americans. Care. They didn't want to help U.S. Out Americans. Small, U.S. Americans. Yeah, U.S. Americans. U.S. Americans. People were America. America. Uh, U.S. Americans. <laughs> U.S. Americans. Anyway, uh, 
you know, businesses on Main Street need some help, folks. No, that's for sure. They don't man. care. Uh, you know, they're just letting the whole thing go because, you know, goodness gracious, you wouldn't want to pass, uh, you know, a stimulus uh, bill. Well, I just got to help you know, out people because we got an election going on. Give so, me a break. So, uh, you know, coming into this whole thing, right? You talk about locally uh, businesses struggling. Well, Count Basie Theater historic theater here in Red Bank, New Jersey, you know, where we, where we are from here, um, recently expanded, right? Um, Oops. And uh, they have a new performing arts center, a smaller venue. They have a huge, historic, beautiful theater, right, that they've rehabbed over the last uh, couple of decades, right? The place was a falling down wreck. It's beautiful now. They, they added a new theater, Right. That uh, performance venue that does smaller concerts, you know, five, five, six, seven thousand people. Right. Instead of, you know, um, 10,000 plus um, and um, or whatever their numbers are. And and they also bought the small cinema in town. Right. So they right. over leveraged, overextended themselves. Right. Based on the economic environment was strong. The arts are having a resurgence, so on and so forth. Now. They are um, w- without the Save the Stages Act, which was supposed to be part of this stimulus bill that was supposed to go through the the two trillion dollars or so that they were uh, bouncing around. Dude, they're up a creek without a paddle at the moment. The whole thing's going to go uh, could go belly up. Right. And you're going to do irreparable harm to, uh, you know, the nation's arts. Um, it, it's it's just tremendous. It's terrible. They're going to be, you know. All kinds of blood in the streets, unfortunately. You know, we really are, are seeing also uh, a resurgence in coronavirus uh, around the world, both in the U.S. and Europe is going through a really tough time. They're starting to enact shutdowns again and, you know, uh, sheltering in place and the whole nine yards, uh, which does more economic damage. We've seen that, right? Right, right. You shut the, you shut down Dude, uh, wear people's a mask. lives. Wear you know, a mask. Hey, you know, it's, it's wear a, a mask, deal. work from home, you know, absolutely. Uh, we're not out of the woods. We yet. were having the same thing, right? Uh, our, our local school system, they gave us a, you know, you could go, go back to school or you could do a, a virtual. We elected, you know, uh, in our family, do a virtual, you know, learning, um, save the grandparents. you know, and, and try and yeah, save the grandparents here. And, and it's worked out pretty good so far. Our, our kid happens to be responding very well to the online classes. They have a full class, a teacher dedicated to it. He's uh, he's doing awesome. But, you know, the funny thing is, is that uh, the school, because they think they've done a great job. Right. And there hasn't been like a major covid outbreak, wants to do more in person instruction, lengthen the day, all these type of things. I mean, if it's just working, just keep going with what's working. Don't try and get more aggressive here, especially as we have covid creep all around the country. You know, there's been a lot of talk about cases. Right. And cases are dramatically on the rise. But, um, you know, so are hospitalizations in certain areas in the country, which is a real concern, right? Because if you have a rise in hospitalizations, that means it's really starting to get a little bit serious again. So it's uh, it, it, that I'd say that's probably pretty concerning because once you start to get those hospitalizations up and the spread is a little bit uncontrollable, man, that's where you get to. We got to lock this thing down again. And we definitely don't want that to happen. Could be could be a tough winner. Um, you know, uh, I'm rooting for uh, the 
the companies, there's about 20 different companies that have vaccines or uh, therapies that they're uh, coming out with. And obviously, we need all the help we can get from those uh, folks to give us uh, some medicine to fight this thing. Um, but, you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on out there that is kind of spooky right now. You know, goes along with the holiday season. Uh, this Saturday, you know, we have uh, Halloween. And, you know, I think that uh, we got uh, a whole bunch of creature features out there uh, from an economic and a market and a Well, we get, we get tomorrow, standpoint. as I understand it, uh, you know, a read on GDP. Um, and we'll have to see how the, the economic numbers come out. I mean, jobs were a little bit better than expected last week, which was interesting. But, uh, you know, still really stubborn, you yeah, know. Yeah, second quarter numbers are going to look strong. I mean, you know, they're talking <clears throat> about up 36 37%. But, you know, uh, they're looking at, uh, uh, you know, fourth quarter. Third quarter is going to look strong. Uh, fourth quarter is going to look uh, uh, less strong, especially with these headwinds that we've been just talking about. Now, now interestingly enough, right, we have some models that dictate risk on, risk off. And, uh you know, the, the model went risk off um, about, what, a week ago? About a week ago, yeah. About a week ago. Not this week, but the prior week, it went risk off. And we were getting a lot of questions about, like, why'd the model go risk off? And it's interesting. I had a, a conversation with you and our chief investment officer, Steve. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things that it signaled, really high valuations, Right. That was number one. You got a PE multiple on the S&P 500 that's 36 or 37. That's really historically high. So start right there, right? Advisor sentiment, by the way, really uber bullish. It was like 56% bulls, right? When you get up above 55%, apparently, that's kind of a contrarian indicator that the market's about to go the other way, right? The other thing that was really interesting one momentum, as we said, the beginning of the month started to break a little bit, it was weakened in terms of price trends. But the other thing was advances and declines, right? More companies had uh, declining prices and the volume had started to go the wrong way in terms of more bad volume, uh, more negative volume. And the, mar the, the, the model picked up on this and went risk off. Well, right. And it has a predictive element to our model. Usually when it says risk off, it's predicting a decline. And sure enough, here we are uh, two weeks later. Last week, you know, negative. This week, even more negative so far, unless we have a miracle the next two days. Right. Well, so far this month, you know, we're down uh, about 2% on the S&P. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I'm um, not mistaken, I remember that uh, September was down. Uh, a bit yeah know? yeah uh, yeah so know, so the it wasn't wasn't a, a a certainly towards the end of the month in um september we started to lose some steam october has been a down month yeah and so uh that isn't you know spelling doom and gloom or anything like that uh not uh trying to indicate that but you know the lack of follow-on stimulus the fed being concerned that there's not a lot that they can do to help the economy at this point further um they keep talking about uh you know congress getting their act together and giving us a really f a significant fiscal that. stimulus package because that's what we need to help the economy get you know in a positive momentum 
uh, forward here. Probably not going to happen, you would say, until after the election at this uh, at this point. I mean, they could call Congress back or have a virtual vote or something like that. But given that we're so so close to the election here within a week, probably no stimulus between now and then. Well, I, I would imagine that, you know, uh, we have a so really have a really big risk that we don't know who the president of the United States. Well, that's is where they could follow for on maybe with three three months or so. Well, that's where they could follow on with stimulus, calm and the market down a little bit, put a I package don't think in play until we get a clear indication of which administration's in control, um, who's in control of uh, Congress. I, I don't think we get stimulus. I think it could be. Uh, oh, no. First quarter, end of first quarter, before we get anything that's serious. So, and you got to wonder whether ooh, or not the economy can hang in there. Can, can the can the market hang in there? Yeah, I mean, well, if, if the economy if, can't, the market won't. You know, so you know, uh, financial advisors, right? Uh, clients, what they should, what should they be doing? I mean, it seems like right now you should be batting down the hatches based on you know. Um, some of your comments here, the building consensus of industry professionals saying, hey, look, this market could break to the downside. I saw saw another one yet uh, last night, double top, right? we got a double top going on, which means basically it's toast. So, uh, well, you know, one of the things that we were talking about is, uh, uh, again, this morning, uh, from an investment standpoint, investment committee kind of topic, uh, we were discussing that, you know, uh, some folks are saying that if uh, Trump gets reelected, you know, the market could uh, jump 15 percent. And if there's a blue wave, the market will like that because there's going to be more jump 15 percent. It doesn't matter. It's going to jump 15 percent. Red wave, so blue wave, 15 percent. It doesn't matter. Cool. Evidently, who's going cool. to get elected as long as we get an election result. The market should. Uh, but if we know, don't get an election result, you know, move positively because like who's going to count we, these 90 million votes? That's right. What I'm wondering. I'm wondering who's I counting mean, the votes. Are mailing in their stuff right now. How do you count 90 million votes that are mail ins? Well, I've seen this. Right. It, it just isn't going to happen. I, I don't know. You know, and they and they're just an electoral college, you know, calculation. You can get that, you know, uh, which we did, you know, overnight on uh, uh, Election Day, Tuesday night. We'll know. What the well, electoral college is You know voting. what's what's been really interesting, right? Um, and this is a little wide ranging today. So we we talked a little bit about fundamentals. Fundamentals, depending on the sector, you're you're you know, it's looking okay or like a disaster, right? So we don't like what's going on there. The stimulus is necessary. We're talking a little bit about the election here. Obviously, uh, trying to make heads or tails of what's going on with the election. Very difficult to do, right? The polls were really wrong last time. I have a feeling that the polls are really wrong this time, too. Well, I think they'll be less wrong than they were. But I think that there's a chance that, you know, uh, the the expected uh, blue wave is uh, being... Over emphasized, yeah, potentially, right? Because, because like uh, last night, I'm watching uh, TV, right, and I'm watching the news. Biden had a couple of campaign stops, and they had like seriously not too many people at these events, right? They were socially distanced. They had very few people, and and that's a little odd, even in this day and age. And then you have like these mega, you know, Trump rallies, which are out of control, like with like. 20, 30,000 people at them, like in Nebraska last night. And I'm not saying really anything, but it's really uh, interesting, the dichotomy between the two campaigns and the following. It's really tough to make heads or tails. You got one where tons of people are showing up, and then you have one where nobody's showing up, which is weird. 
hey, we and then the media is like, hey, he's he's way ahead. Well, he had, could be. I don't know. We've only had two presidential debates, right? Typically, we'd have more. We yep. haven't really had uh, presidents out on a trail. You know, until pounded. really recently, yeah, you know, I mean, they, they really haven't spent any time out there because of the COVID. Now, crisis. the interesting thing. And it, so, you know, this is a really um, tough different to election. And it's what a, I was it's, trying it's to say kind is kind of a first of its kind election. So Biden, the whole election process that normally takes place, the typical routine has been completely disrupted. And, and that's right. That's what I'm trying to get. So who to. knows what's going to happen? Like Biden's been in Georgia. He's trying to flip the populous uh, areas in Georgia that might be able to flip Democrat. Typically, you know, it's a Republican state, but he's trying to flip a state that's not usually flippable. And it's looking like it could be flippable. And then uh, Trump's been out there, right? trying to scoop up electoral college votes like you said right nebraska last night he was in an area where four in in omaha where four up for grabs he's going to be in maine apparently in the next couple of days you know like you have um the whole of maine is for i think another four electoral votes so he's out there trying to uh, uh rig essentially not rig right bad bad word to use but he's trying to work that electoral college map in his favor. So it's kind of like popular vote versus the electoral college once again. And it's going to be, that could be in play here, which people are talking about. It's get out and vote, get out and vote, get out and vote. Right. And everybody's, everybody's seemingly voting, but then you have the electoral college at the same time too. Right. A couple of key States. You can't be a president. You can't be president without winning the electoral college. And, and that's, you know, Texas, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Ohio, Florida, Florida. These right. are the, these are the key states, and there's know, some sneaky be, big states from an electoral college standpoint. Yep, and those those are really going to be uh, key drivers in um, you know this election. I believe that it's going to be much more about the electoral college again mm-hmm. than the popular and, vote. And you know what? Again, and because the popular yep. vote's going to be so hard. To bring in and give us any kind of clarity on that for I think weeks. So. I think weeks. It, I think it's the boogeyman in the closet at the moment. You and I haven't spoken about how spooky this is, but last time, right? You'll remember that uh, Trump wins uh, the electoral college uh, popular vote. Right? Was so close. Man, could be uh, could be really close again, but it also could be. He wins the electoral college and loses the popular vote. It could be that again. It could the be the crazy thing is California, which is typically um, just diehard Democrat, is mixed. Amazing. What? Yeah. California, you know, it, they're not saying that it is, you know, 100% uh, that it's going to go to, uh, you know, Democrats. No way. Oh, yeah. No way. Well, Los Angeles Times, if you read that, would never have you think that. But uh, anyway, um, you know, hey, look, so we covered a lot here. Uh, I think there's clearly a lot of risk, seemingly probably a lot of volatility unless someone outright just walks away with this thing on election night, which seems insurmountable at this point based on this conversation today. So. I think, you know, when we get back here with Bull Bear Radio next week, we're going to be talking about that path forward and what that looks like. And there may have been some market carnage uh, between, you know, today 
and that time election night, we'll have to see how this thing, uh, uh, how the cookie crumbles. So really spooky. Stay safe. Don't chase the return boogie. Don't, There's don't. not that much out there. We want to, you know, uh, keep your powder dry. Keep your capital intact. And uh, let's see how we get through this next couple of uh, months. And I think that, you know, if the return we, set on the other side could yeah, be pretty cool. Could be good. Could you know, good. much better than what we're seeing now um, is an opportunity potentially to buy low, sell high. And that's always the best opportunity you can have. So, uh, you know, again, if you haven't checked it out, this episode's been powered by investwithsci.com. And uh, thank you, Don, for your insights. We'll see you back here next week for episode number 93. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time, and there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations, services, and fees are in the form ADV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments, Inc.